Welcome everyone to the podcast where we explain people. And again today, we're going to teach you a little more about your fellow human being. I'm Master Coach Kim Giles and I have Sarah Henderson with me today. And Sarah, today we're going to talk about some of the most knowledgeable, learned people on the entire planet. Do you know which shape we're talking about? I think I do, Kim. Are you talking about rectangles? I am talking about rectangles. (laughs) Yes, they are the people who love to learn and research and understand everything in their world. They They like use Google, I think, more than any other shape. Yes, I bet they do. I have lots of rectangles in my life. And one of them, I refer to them as wingman, because whenever you say, what time is the game on? He's like, on his phone, six o'clock, like totally loves to have the answers to things, um, loves knowledge. It's, they're really a great friend to have. Love. They are, but they, they do tend to think they know everything. (laughs) That's true too. (laughs) We'll talk about that a little bit today. So I did, I I sort of thought of one celebrity. I had a hard time figuring out celebrities that were rectangles, but it's more of a character that all of you know. Everybody, I'm sure, on the planet has watched an episode of Friends before. Okay. Ross is a rectangle. So think about how he works in the museum with dinosaur bones and that stuff. Oh, yeah. And remember, we talked about squares, and we told everybody they're not nerds. Rectangles often are. Oh. (laughs) You can kind of see that with Ross. Yeah, but he's a nerd, like, in his own stuff. Like, he can kind of nerd out in what he knows about a little bit over the top. Like, if you're into something, you're really into something. Like, it's really your hobby. Yeah, they go deep. They find one subject and they will know every, everything about it. Now, I, I also think one of the funny things about the 12 shapes with rectangles is no matter if they take the quiz or I profile them and I tell them they're a rectangle, they don't believe it. <laughs> they don't think it's right. And part of it is because this is a new science, they can't get on Google and research the data and be sure that I'm right. And honestly, I don't think they believe anything unless they can research it themselves. Right. So they're very data-driven then. They like to have evidence of whatever subject they're talking about or covering. I got it. Okay. And probably one of the hallmark characteristics that will really give away rectangles in your life is they have a harder time making decisions than any other shape. It takes them a long time because they will research And they have fear about making a mistake. So I have a really dear friend right now who's a rectangle, and she's buying a new car. Well, I say that. She's been looking for a new car for two years. And every time I see her, I say, how's the car hunt going? And she proceeds to tell me about all this research about this car, that car. And she drove this one, but she's still not sure. Like, you are never going to pull the trigger on this. This is just going to go on and on and on. It's, oh, you know what I love? rectangles are like that. You know what I love about these shows that we do is every time we start talking and you start telling me all the characteristics of these different shapes, I start thinking of other people in my life that are rectangles. So I was thinking most of the rectangles I know in my life are, are male, 
but I just thought of my sister-in-law. She is a rectangle. I can't go to the grocery store with her. She deliberates for hours on which canopies to buy. Seriously. Um, so she reads all the labels probably. Yes. Yes. And I did have to go car shopping with her at one time. And I was like, is this, are we ever going home? This is going to take forever. Wow. Oh, I love that. I'm so excited to learn that today. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about rectangles in a balanced state. Okay. So in a balanced state, they are smart, capable, even brilliant in a lot in their chosen areas. They can be very organized, very motivated, often kind of neat and proper. Hmm. Okay. I think they make a very good caring friend in a balanced state. They're, they're just really awesome people when they're balanced. Of course, we all have an unbalanced side. Of course we do. Of course we do. But we have slightly unbalanced and then really unbalanced. So let's talk about slightly unbalanced. Okay. So one of the first fear things that comes up for them is fear of loss around time. And, and by the way, they are fear of failure dominant, but they have a lot of fear of loss around time to do the things that they want to do. Wow. To research their projects or to spend time in their hobbies. And they just live for that time alone when they get to do those things. So they're always a little in scarcity about, am I going to get that? Mm. And so they can start to be a little bit selfish and a little bit irritated because these kids and wife and I love them, but they take time away from what I, I really want to do. So that kind of grouchiness around that can start to show up. Oh, they can also have some social anxiety hmm. and they really aren't the best at connection. And I know a lot of people that are married to a rectangle tell me, you know, I just don't get the affection and the, the warmth. They, they're just very practical and logical and they're not as passionate. Interesting. Interesting. So the more they kind of get that social anxiety, it can get bad enough that they don't want to go anywhere. They can close mm -hmm. down a little bit and stay at home and just not reach out. And it was funny. I was telling you before the show that I just did a corporate training with these 200 women and I ended up with a table of rectangle women and they were saying how, you know, they, their fear of failure kicks in when they feel like people don't like them or want to spend time with them. So they have some fear of failure that they're not liked. So they really want us to reach out and invite them to things. She said, but, uh, so I will feel really bad if I'm not invited, but if I am invited, I probably won't go. <laughs> so everybody's like, what? why would we keep inviting you if you never come? I know. I just want to know that you want me, mm -hmm. but I don't necessarily want to actually go. And they're kind of the same way around their house. Like they like to be home with the family they like to know the family's there, but they don't want to actually be doing anything with you. They want to be doing their own thing near you. So it's a little bit of a security blanket, right? Like, I like to be home, like to have you near, but really let me do my own thing. Let me tinker. Let me get into my hobby. That kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad you said tinker. They like to tinker. They like to be in the shop, like messing with things, yeah. you know, that kind of stuff. Definitely. Wow. So 
they can be a little bit people-pleasing and, and what the way it shows up is they're kind of needy for validation when they get a little bit unbalanced. They just need some reassurance that you love and care about them. So I can see that. I can see the fear of failure coming in right there. And because my the rectangles I know are male, some a lot of times in our society today, they're the breadwinner, right? So I see a lot of them comparing. They're always looking at each other and wondering, Am I quote unquote doing as well? Am I as successful as the other? I think they have that fear of failure. They want to be good enough. They want to be liked. They want to be accepted. So there, I think that's another reason that also triggers the, the know-it-all-ness in a rectangle. They talk a lot. They maybe might be a name dropper. They really, that fear of failure, when they're feeling unbalanced, that kind of kicks in. Like I got to earn, I got to earn my value here with this stuff. Oh, um, so right. Yeah. That insecurity really shows up. Yes. So yes. I want to explain though, they're a little bit interesting when they get super unbalanced, really unbalanced. They can go to one of two spectrums. So some of them just shut down completely and they stay away from people and they're just going to be alone and away and that's kind of their, it's to the extreme. Like they will not reach out and talk to people. They're just going to be shut down. Others, the ego kind of kicks in to protect them. And I see this a lot when they're, when they're insecure and comparing, like you mentioned to other people, they can actually start to be a little bit arrogant and domineering. And, and I know everything and you guys are all dumber than me. And we can really see an ego problem in some of them when they're really unbalanced. Wow. Yes. And they kind of push people away if they show up that way. Well, sure. I think we're all bound to push people away when we're functioning in a super unbalanced state. That's yeah. I'm so glad you said that because all of us at our worst unbalanced, we, we do. We, we push people away or people aren't going to really like to be around us when we're unbalanced. I actually noticed that this, this summer on some of my vacations with family, if one of us got out of balance, all of us started getting out of balance. I was like, whoa, we need to bring this whole group back into balance because it just kept getting worse. Because <laughs> you were triggering each other. Probably. We totally were. But being able to recognize that, that we're just flipping in and out of balanced states was great for us because then it just takes one of you to recognize and go, oh, okay, let's be nice to each other and build each other up and see if we can get this back. And we did. That's what I love about the shapes. It just makes life and relationships a little bit easier. And so, you know, rectangles are actually can be really great in your life. They are a walking encyclopedia. And if you ever play Trivial Pursuit, you definitely want the rectangle on your team. Because <laughs> they will win. No. But I think it's kind of nice to have, to know that there's people that will do the research that you and I are not going to do. We don't want to do it. So we need everybody, and I'm so glad we have rectangles out there that are willing to deep dive and learn about things, because then they can just teach us. So that leads me to ask a question. What about, what kind of careers do we see rectangles working in then? If they, they love kind of that detail, a little bit detail-oriented, having the data, so where would we see rectangles working? Yeah, so they're brainy people. So they like really intellectual data, research, those, those kind of careers that to rest of us seem kind of like boring and require a lot of book smart. And I think that's actually a good way to, to put it. They're way more book smart than street smart. Mm, okay. So we really like jobs in data, research, education, the sciences. We get a lot of engineers 
you know, biochemical engineers or even electrical, computer, chemical engineers, those kind of things, nanotechnology. They love those kind of jobs. I do see some accountants and finance, but they're more like the the financial analysts. Yes, that's what I see. For yeah, sure. kind of in the background. Mm-hmm. Thinking of my other rectangles that I know, and one of them was um, a colleague of mine, and his rectangleness came out. He was a hunter, but he listened to podcasts all the time about hunting and the best gear and the best equipment and the best everything for he did archery hunting. So like he was constantly getting that information, you know, so even though his job was not super data driven, even in his hobbies, he was data driven. And even in his job, he was very, could pick out the pieces of data that needed to be analyzed and he was good at it. And that's so great for the working environment. Cause then my boss was able to like, be like, Oh no, we're going to assign the data piece to him and not to Sarah. Cause Sarah doesn't love to dive into data. Sarah's an octagon. She's going to connect with my people. So I'm going to keep her on the customer service, customer support side, right? So, oh yeah, and this is exactly why businesses and employers have got to know the shapes of their employees. So you have the right people doing the right jobs. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So we do see teachers, like chemistry teachers, like Ross on Friends, archaeologists, and science. Yes, yeah. all of that kind of science stuff. No, I think I think you're right. I. I think you're right. I think the the women that I know that are rectangles are very driven for education. They do continue on beyond their current job. They continue to get webinars and certifications and all those kind of things to just further their knowledge. That's what they love. Yeah, they're always learning, which is so cool. I'm so glad we have these folks. Yes, me too. So if you live or work with or are married to a rectangle, what, what can we do for them? When we see them acting out of balance, what should we do? Okay, so first off, they need some alone time to do their little projects or hobbies or whatever they're into. Mm-hmm. As soon as you notice they're out of balance, that's what they need. Say, honey, go out to the shop for a couple hours and you know do your thing and I'll take care of the kids or give them that alone time. They, they need that to fill back up so they can come back in and have something to give you. So I think that's, a, that's probably the biggest one. The other thing is just don't take it personally when they're not good listeners. They like to talk more than they like to listen. It's not about you, it's about, validate, it's about validation. And when they're talking and you're listening and they get to share all the knowledge they have, that builds them up, that builds self-esteem for them. Oh, I love that. That's great advice. So if my rectangle comes in and they're telling me nerding out about this new pair of skis they bought or whatever, just listen. Just listen and nod and smile. That's great. That's awesome. And then maybe even ask more questions. Well, how'd you know uh, what kind to buy? How'd you know what kind of bindings to get? Did you get a good deal? Like they would just eat out of your hand. Totally would. So I have a nephew who he goes deep on every subject. Like he knows everything about every motor in every car. Wow. And, and a car will go by and he'll want to tell me all about the engine in that car. And I could not care less about this topic, but I know that at pretending I'm interested and they're like, yeah, that's so amazing. Tell me about that. He's just, Oh, his buckets being filled. 
every minute with you. So if you live or work with one, you've got to know that being kind of a know-it-all is their thing and you got to love them where they are. And the fact that they talk more than they listen, you could start to take that personally, that they don't care about you. They absolutely care about you. This is just their quirk. It's the way they're wired. And their slowness with making decisions may start to drive you insane. Mm, but sure. just, you know, you just got to let them be who they are because they're not going to feel good about the decision until they're ready. So when they say, let's look for a new mattress, just know that in about three years from now, you might get one and move on. Or I think, you know, they want to have the best one, but there's a fear behind that of what if I buy the wrong one, right? What if I don't get the best one? Then they see that as failure and everybody's looking around them saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe you bought the wrong mattress. Like that's really their fear, right? So absolutely, you can be like, you know what, honey, we've done the research together. Let's look at the data together. Doesn't it seem like this would be a good one? It's our decision. And so they don't take the full blame of like moving forward with the decision. I don't know if maybe that might help. Oh yeah, I think it totally would. Now, a lot of times we can pick rectangles out as children. Oh, you can see that you've got a budding rectangle going. Okay. They will already get obsessed with certain hobbies or interests. Like they may decide dinosaurs are their thing. They're going to just every book they read, every toy they buy, it's all got to be dinosaurs because that's their thing. Hmm. So they also really like to take things apart and understand how things work. So if they're taking every appliance in your house apart, you've got a rectangle. Right. Um, and they're asking a lot of questions because they want to understand why this and how does this work and how does this happen? They're also, they will have a tendency when they play with an, other children to play next to other children, but not really with the other children. Well, that's because <laughs> they're doing it right. And that other child is probably playing wrong. <laughs> <laughs> or they're doing stuff he thinks is stupid, which is very possible. But that social anxiety kind of thing, you may see that young. I did have someone the other day say, you know, this sounds a little bit like autistic kids. And I don't think every rectangle has got some autism and is on the spectrum. But a lot of the kids that have autism and are on the spectrum are rectangles. Interesting. So that can kind of fit together. But you'll see this social awkwardness early on. Like they just feel insecure and don't quite know how to connect with other people. It can really show up in junior high and high school. They would rather be with the science club guys in a back room talking about science than out talking to girls because that's just not their thing. Awesome. So if you are a rectangle and you're parenting a child, what is your behavior then? Okay, so um, as, so if the parent is a rectangle, they can often find parenting kind of exhausting. They love the kids, but they take so much time and energy, and especially time away from their hobby and interests. It's hard. It's a challenge for them. One thing I've always recommended is take some hobbies and get your children involved in those hobbies with you. Because if, you, if you, you're into fishing and you can take the kids, you're into woodworking and involve the kids, yes. a rectangle can really bond best with one-on-one -on -one time with their children doing those types of activities that they already love. And if 
you, you're the parent and the child is a rectangle. We kind of mentioned how to recognize that they're a rectangle, but you, you want to help them get some wins on the board with social interaction early on. If you let them hide out, that social anxiety, that awkwardness is just going to get worse. Getting them out and helping them to learn how to interact with other people would be really important and have some positive experiences doing that that will build their self-esteem that they can have the skills to get along with other kids and have friends. We kind of got to help them with that though. Well, that's great advice, Kim. Thank you so much. So if you think you might be a rectangle or you think you might live or work with a rectangle, the best way to find out is to go to 12shapes.com and take the quiz. So you'll have to log in, create an account, and then take the quiz. And once you do that, then you'll have access to the app. And once you have access to the app, there is a ton of free content on there. Coach Kim has put videos of all the shapes on there and free content, the free coaching sessions with Coach Kim um, are on the app that you can listen to. It is full of information. So jump on 12shapes.com and check it out. Thanks, Sarah. This is so awesome. This has been a fun show today. It was really good. It was really insightful for me. And we just want to thank everybody for listening today. So join us again next week for some more of Explain People.